0: Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Wimia.
1: Tune in each week at Torgetron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. How's it going out there this week in sports? You got Matt and I back here with Bold Sports to figure out how everything's going with you. how is how is everything going with everyone? Uh, it's a little somber in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we're we're down to that like rug cutting time where now it's all pens and all college hoops, and we'll get into some college hoops here in a bit. Um, you know, but we'll we'll start out where we always do. Uh, week picks this week. Matt went two and zero. Yeah. There was only two games to pick, and Matt picked them both right. Picked them both right, and I was mad. I know, right? Because I'm I'm not catching Steve. I was mad, and I was, I I was mad, actually, I was really pissed, and I was, eh, on my second pick, because I went 0-2. I I picked the Jags, and I also picked the Vikings. Uh, Matt, you picked the the Pats and the Birds. You were picking with your money, not your heart. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. All in all, for the season, Matt is one fifty-eight to one hundred nine on the win and losses, and I'm one sixty-six to one eleven. Honestly, there is no chance that Matt's going to catch me. Um, It's not about catching you. It's not about catching me. It's not. I mean,
0: it's it. It it seemed like a no-brainer. I mean, the Vikings were really lucky to be there, based on that play against the Saints. Like they, they should, they should have lost, or you know, at least not had such an easy time of you know. Advancing at the end there, like they did, plus it being in Philly, you know, just Philly being what it
1: is, you know, as how about them greasing as the they light say, poles? Man, they're they're the... how about them greasing the light poles? And Amanda's sitting there and she's like, They're greasing the light poles in Philly, are they getting ready for a riot? I'm like, Yes, yeah. win or lose, there's gonna be one. Like, it's Philly, they're like, notice the worst fans. In the NFL, if you're an opposing team, and even, they just
0: really love to hammer people, you know they're just, they do. they're just
1: passionate fans. You know they they love to hammer hammer the
0: opposition. You know they they hammer themselves. Crazy. They get all they get all tanked up on riot punch and they're ready to go. Oh man,
1: I, I lived in South Jersey for several years, and I went to an Eagles Dallas Monday night game at the link the first year the link was open, Ugh. and it was like the first time like the Eagles were allowed to play like a night game in like fifteen <laughs> years, and. I went as an observer, and I wore, like, shorts and, like, a red shirt just to, like, stick out. And also, like, I'm not here for any one particular team. I got more shit because I didn't have Eagles gear on. Now, God forbid, the dude that was wearing the, oh, the white away Dallas Cowboy jersey, that's shit left red. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> you just gotta wear Eagles shit when yeah, you go there. I, I,
0: Philly man, like, it's, you know, like, so anyway, like, the Eagles won, and they're going to the Super Bowl against the Patriots.
1: And that's, that's what I thought Which was is Which is a rematch of 0-4. Which is a rematch of 0-4. Hopefully it comes out on the better side. I'm not saying that I'm I, I'm rooting highly for the Eagles, but I'm rooting for the Patriots' loss. Now, um, as a Steeler fan, honestly, the Eagles mean nothing to us. They're NFC. We see them, what, once every four years? Once every four years. And once every seven or eight at home? Mm-hmm. So it's not like they really mean something to us, unless we would see them in the Super Bowl. And you know what? They fu- the Steelers fucked up the chance for an all PA Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 04 was the last time. I, w- I will say the Patriots fucked up the one in O four with their Spygate bullshit. Um, yeah, but I mean the Steelers really. I, you know, we'll g-
0: we'll get into the Steelers screwing up a little bit. You know, here like my my take on the Eagles rivalry. It's not a real rivalry to us in Pittsburgh. No. But if you talk to people who are, like, from Harrisburg or, like, Lancaster... They're like, oh, like those towns rivalry. are kind of split between Steelers yeah. fans and Eagles fans. So, like, they talk all kinds of, like, shit on each other. Well, here's the thing. The Eagles like rivalry here, is anybody they play. The thing is, like, you could show me, like, an entire stadium full of Philly fans, like, cheering for their team like they were on Sunday, and it's fine. It doesn't bother me. But then they pan, like, and they go a little closer, and there's just that one guy who's, like, wearing... An orange Flyers hat with his green Philly jacket. <laughs> and it doesn't match. And it's stupid. And I hate it.
1: Uh, fuck the Flyers.
0: So we're getting on board with like in the fan base that might also have Flyers fans. But you could be an Eagles fan you and also what? a Pens fan. I know like a couple people like that.
1: Uh, you, my neighbor, he's a complete Eagles fan. He's yeah. a diehard Philly faithful Eagles. Uh, and he's a Pens fan. And he's been a Pens fan. I, I asked him, I was like, you grew up in East PA? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I says, how you Eagles. He's Eagles, Mets, and Pens. He's like, well, the Phillies never had anything going on for me. He goes, and I grew up with a bunch of guys that were Mets fans. So, And the first team I played for in Little League Baseball was the Mets. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like, the first team I played for in Little League Baseball was the A's. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of followed the A's a while. And that's when the A's had, like, Eckersley and all that. And they were... You know, in the '80s and the the A's were doing good, and they they went to the World Series three years in a row and won one of them. Yeah, but, that was
0: yeah. You know, we had cool uniforms. Like Edgewood Little League had like '70s style uniforms. Dude, Bellevue so, like, Avalon. The A's. Bellevue Ave. Were... One had
1: '70s style uniforms in the '80s because they didn't yeah. just renew <laughs> exactly. But like, I was on the
0: Pirates for a couple years and we had the like Willie Stargell like Bumblebee uniform. Oh, the b- yellow with yellow the black top stripes. with the black pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those were so nice. Oh man, but like yeah. So basically, you know, Phillies rivalry with the Pirates hasn't been a thing since the seventies. The Steelers, hey, yeah, rivalry, actually, the never, Philly, there's never, yeah, been yeah. A the the the, the the
1: Phillies the Phillies Pirates rivalry ended in uh, in the nineties when they realigned. Yeah, yeah. When when they realigned and they brought in the other teams and went to a wild card is whenever is whenever the Phillies uh, Pirates that yeah, was mid nineties.
0: What happened is that the Phillies had Bob Walk. And they were okay with him. You but know then what? he came to Pittsburgh and he became a legend. See though, so that's why Walk? the pirates are better than the Phillies. See though
1: but Bob Walk has a World Series ring. Right. He has it with the Phillies.
0: Yeah, nineteen eighty. But he's not like he the was Phillies announcer. He's the Pirates announcer and he's right. our guy. Bob right. Walk is our guy. Yeah, he is our guy. And you know, like you have no Super Bowls, we have six. You have I don't know who does analysis on Phillies games, but I just know it's not Bob Walk. So I'm glad they got to, you know, blow the Vikings out in their home stadium on
1: Sunday. Like, yeah, you know, I hope they like win it, the like Super I said, Bowl. I'm not an Eagles fan, but I'll be rooting for them in there's two no Sundays. the
0: Patriots are the worst, most hated rival of any team well, of well, any team that I follow. I mean I'm sorry Well you like,
1: see well you saw the map that's been posted online that the, the map of the United States that said Um the red is the team the the areas rooting for the Patriots and the green is the team rooting for Um, the Eagles. So it was um, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, and uh, Maine, of course, are rooting for the Patriots. Then there was a little red circle around D.C., a little red circle around Dallas, and a little red circle around Newark that were rooting for the Patriots. And the rest of it was green. Yeah. So... That's how everybody feels about the Pagers. Um, We'll get in. You know what? I'll skip that. We'll just go right into this. So the uh, NFC Championship game, Matt, did you get a chance to watch that? I watched the whole NFC Championship game. I had
0: nothing going on Sunday to prevent me from watching football. Okay. Except for my interest in not watching blowout games. Well. So I stopped watching the Eagle game. At a certain point, and I had it on in the So background. about the second half. I was getting caught up on some reading and making some snacks and just, you know, just kind of, like, getting my place in order for the week ahead, you well, know? And, so that's, and that's what one does when they watch Philly Eagles football, from what I understand. Like, the Eagles fans, like, you know, they're real quiet and, like, domestic
1: from here. Yeah, to hear. totally. So I was just trying to live the part, you know? Yeah, I was so, too lazy uh, to
0: go get a cheesesteak, so I just, you know... Nuked something from the freezer.
1: So here at Fernold's Kitchen, we, um, uh, watched the, well, I watched the pa- the Pats-Jacks game Well, Amanda took a three-hour nap because I made her this awesome brunch that just put her back into food coma after we woke up an nice. hour and a half prior to kickoff. Because we had a lazy Sunday. She's like, the Steelers aren't playing. We don't have anything to do. Um... You ain't you, got you no know, job. Yeah, yeah. I Ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. I'm not gonna get you high late, but I'm gonna take a nap. Get um, your egg high. Yeah. Get so, you bacon high. Yeah. So, so I got Amanda uh, pan- blueberry pancaked and sausage high up. Oh, that's the best. And man. and she went back and that's took a like nap a body on the couch. Eyes, man, I go ahead and and I start watching the game. And this is a. It was what a two two twenty kickoff or it's like three something. Yeah, we woke up at like one. Uh, so, yeah, it's about time for a nap. <laughs> so, so, so. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I laid I laid on the couch with the cat and watched the game, and and she woke up a few times when I screamed. But mm. uh, I was screaming because of non-calls, and I was screaming because of how the fuck are you going to call that now? Um, so the biggest thing was is when that strip fumble happened, <sighs> and Jacksonville so got it, and he strip fumbles – Pulls the ball and goes to run back. They blow the whistle. Mm -hmm. That whistle should not have been blown. That should have been a run back for a touchdown. And then they they had, like, you know, a
0: 10-minute timeout to analyze the replay and and determine that it was a fumble and a turnover. And, you know, Nance and Romo, and, like, Romo's, like, yipping like a happy little puppy dog who happens to love football. Right. And, like, neither one of them mentioned anything about the fact that, like, this guy was unabated to the end zone except for the whistle being blown on a call that wasn't you know exactly. it wasn't a tackle it was a strip fumble and you know i it's like let's like why twitter is such a great resource for when you're watching a game uh, dude twitter, twitter, is all twitter over that. twitter's better than like the broadcasters never said anything about that but like you've got you know several i don't know who you follow like it might not be the same exact set of people that i follow but the point is like there's a lot of people saying
1: like hey what about the fact that he wasn't even down. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't down. He wasn't touched. He sure fumbled, got up with the ball, and started running. Why do the They refs, blow the whistle. They eat their
0: whistle sometimes just because they know that they can well, get bailed out by replay. Why would you not eat your whistle on a play where it might be a fumble? Right. You know, like you let them score, and then you review it because all scoring plays are reviewed. Yes. So you, you do the replay, and then you say, oh, well, he actually didn't score. That wasn't even a fumble. The runner was down. Yes. But because it's the Patriots... You know, they, they gotta be, like, real, well, like, Johnny on the spot when it comes to, like, stopping well, anything from Well, but how,
1: how about when the Patriots scored, that the ref was in the end zone, like, laughing and smiling, like, good job. And then also, at the end of the game, the ref walks over and taps Tom Brady on the, on the butt and walks over and gives him a little pat on the chest, like, hey, good job. I mean, that might just be taking advantage of his
0: office as a referee, and, like, this is the last chance I might get this year to touch Tom Brady's butt and chest. Well, I mean...
1: Tom Brady does have a cute ass. If you're into that kind of. But so many football
0: players, like from what I hear from watching football with women, lots of players have cute asses. There are, from what I hear. You know what? My mom. So... M-
1: when I was a kid growing up, I was only allowed. We sat in center field a lot, at Three Rivers Stadium of Joe for Orsalak. baseball. No, no, for baseball because Andy Vance like. Oh, like I don't my don't mom know how young wanted to watch. My man. mom wanted to watch Andy Van Slyke's ass the whole fucking game. Well, and she'll tell you that to this day. You can Call her up right now and ask her. Like, hey, Fran, how about any events like that? She'll be good. It's, yeah. it's 20 to 1 in the morning. My mom's still awake. Yeah. She'll come <laughs> she get, you up until 3. Like, she'll get up watching Carson Daly. No, she's probably napping on the couch, and she'll like, wake up and go like send some emails, and then oh, she'll yeah. like, sit around. Yeah, my mom's a, a late-night person. I mom. get more emails from my mom at like, 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. for family bullshit than anything. Yeah, it's great. I'm, the worst part is, is when I answer her back, and then she emails me, why are you still why awake? Why are you awake?
0: <laughs> right.
1: Cause you're still you're still my kid, and you got a bedtime, right? Uh, oh man! But now, so that that game, I mean, the Jags, you know, what? they didn't put enough pressure on Tom Brady. Uh, they got to him a couple times, but they didn't get to him enough. When you're running a when you're running a, a, a front four, and you're rushing, you got you got to get that front four in. Uh, they got to him, not to him enough. They didn't put him on ground enough. Uh, Gronk going out with a concussion from Ramsey and. Ramsey, you know what? That dude's a hell of a fucking corner. Uh, I'd love to have him on the Steelers. I don't know if we can afford him. But he, uh, I think he's kind of a head case too. Uh, a little bit, but although well, He'd fit right in then, wouldn't he? <laughs> well, yeah. You know. Anyway, hey, wait, wait. do we have a defensive head case? Yeah, a little bit. Who? Oh, um, yeah, Mike Mitchell. Mitchell. I mean, <laughs> which he probably. basically be-
0: does the same thing as Ramsey.
1: Yeah, yeah, he probably and, won't be back he in He probably won't be back. <laughs> but,
0: but Ramsey's better than Mitchell. Ram- Ramsey's <laughs> better than Mitchell, but I, I don't know. Like, if you yeah. want to talk about the hit and if, if it was clean or not. You know what? And, and, I mean,
1: it, it's such a. And, it's a, and, at it, game it, speed. It's like, a game speed. Yeah. Here's the thing. Ramsey is like, I wasn't trying to hurt him, I wasn't trying to go home with a helmet. Gronk's 6'7, he's like, I'm six foot listed. It didn't seem like you the know, worst hit that I've seen all it, season. Oh, uh, it was NFL. not the worst hit I've seen all season. NFL at all. I, I, he went in to make the play, like you said, Gronk six seven. I'm six foot. He goes, I, I go in to make the play. Gronk tilts his head one way and leans his body one way. I'm going in another way. It just what it is. he goes? Now if I would have went down and and hit him in the legs, then I, I would have been called a dirty player for taking his knees exactly. Out. Yeah. And, and, you know, and the dirtiest thing you can do in the NFL or in any sport is take a guy's knees out. Well, yeah, because you can end his career that way. Yeah. Whether it be baseball, Which, football, hockey, soccer, uh, lacrosse, rugby, tennis. I'd have There's to no say, contact in tennis, but. I'd have to say, you like,
0: know, you know, helmet to helmet, like, intentional targeting is probably, like, the second. Well, you know
1: what, Heinz Ward, you ask him and he's, he said it publicly. You know what? I'll take a hit in the head before I take a hit in the knees. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: that's... You know... that I mean, that's the mentality of these players. It all comes back to, you know, like, what what are they doing out there? I mean, yeah. you got to be able to run around. Like, you don't necessarily have to be, you know, lucid, unfortunately. Correct. Now, as far as Gronk... He'll be back he for left the Super Bowl. And when he when, uh, when Romo is like, oh, they're down two touchdowns and they don't have Gronk anymore, like... Did he not watch the entire like second half of last season? I know, the right? Half of, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Gronk was Super out. Bowl. Gronk, Gronk was half out the season.
1: He missed out the season with back surgery. And they was came on crutches. back from
0: down three scores, three touchdowns, in the second half of the freaking Super Bowl without Gronk. Correct. Against the Falcons, like why? I mean, the Jaguars arguably better defense, but no, you know, like I don't know why. Like I guess they gotta sell the drama, but like you just felt like. That fourth quarter, it was just a matter of time before New England
1: came back. Well, speaking of the NFC teams, you watched half the NFC championship game. I had it on. I had it on the whole time. I had it on. I w- we watched it at the house. Amanda woke up from her nap after the AFC championship game. Was like, and I had pork chops like out to like cook for dinner, man, and whatnot. And she's like, I want a burger. I'm like, all right, where do you want a burger from? Here's my suggestions. She's like, I don't like your suggestions but here's mine. I'm like, okay. So we agreed. And we went over to the gallery and we went to BRGR. Uh, mm. And, of course, I sat, b- I, I sat at the bar because they have TVs in the bar. Right, yeah. And the game was on. So we left the house at halftime. We got over to BRGR right before the second half started. And, of course, you know, I'm sitting here watching the game and Minnesota goes down and boom, scores that touchdown. I'm like, ah, oh, here it goes. Here goes that route. Uh, because also... Earlier in the week, the NFL released that like Super Bowl picture with Tom Brady and Case Keenum on it, and it's like get your Super Bowl tickets now. And had the picture of Tom Brady and Case Keenum. They released it on Tuesday before any of the games were played. I'm like, oh, is this shit predicted or what? So just I, an I accident right? Yeah, so, had, like, yeah, yeah. Been. So I sent that. Out. I was like, hey, friends, from my Philly faithful. I'm sorry, and for my other friends, I hope you bet on on. The Vikings. I'm glad you didn't bet on the Don't Vikings. Don't bet on the Vikings, yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, easy to say now. Easy to say now. So, but watch an NFC Championship game. I mean, Minnesota went down and scored that seven points right quick. And then there was the interception that the Eagles had. He runs it back 45 yards cross field and gets in the corner of the end zone. Ties up 7-7. And Laguerre Blunt runs uh, 12 yards, 12 yards in. Bowled like four people over. And walks in the end zone uh, in the first quarter. Then they go on and score a couple more. And in the second half, it was just, you know, it was just all Eagles. Uh, they got everybody involved, Aguilar, Ertz, uh, you know, uh, Alshon Jeffrey. He was in there, of course, the backfield. Jay Ajayi didn't get in the end zone, but Jay Ajayi ran for 115 yards. Uh, Blunt got the rushing scores on two of those, uh, you know, because that's what Blunt does. You give him the ball of three yards and he gets you four. I mean hey man he might he might be
0: crucial I'd love to, I'd love to see him scoring like a goal you know I, he would
1: have been in Pittsburgh a lot longer if he wasn't a dick but I mean then you know we got him from the Patriots then we cut him and he goes back to the Patriots he was tam- they tampered
0: you can't convince me that they weren't like they would had a back channel oh I'm sure with with LeGarrette Blunt and they were like hey you're not liking your time on the Steelers you don't you don't think you get enough carries? Like, just just do something that'll get you uh, um, cut from the Steelers. Well, you know, uh, it's which not is as... hard, I know, but, but we think we got it in you. You got it, you, in you, you know, know. the
1: The front office and the coaches can't text them or call them about that, but I'm sure other players players, of course, can. Yeah, they do that. Because you know, how do you think James Harrison came out of retirement after he played that one year exactly. in Cincinnati? They don't even comes it, back to Pittsburgh, open... signs a one day contract with the Steelers, and then to retire, and then re- signs the retirement papers. Then two weeks later oh, wait, we got two linebackers hurt. And then you got um, Kiesel, Paul Malu, and Ike Taylor on the phone with James Harrison on the flight back being like, hey, we need you back. Come back here. Blah 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 And then he makes a phone call to the front office and says, did you file my retirement papers yet? Because I'll come back right now tear that shit up. Huh. And that's what happened. Because you know what? I worked James Harrison's retirement party. <laughs> You know, oh, he's gonna have another one now. Steve, are you gonna work? we' gonna work his next one? Uh, he if he has at the restaurant I'm currently working at, yes.
0: Be weird if he doesn't It'd have it, the ultimate
1: troll move, man. If he doesn't have the rest, if he doesn't have the restaurant I'm currently working at, no. Um, but yeah. So there's
0: that. He should have it at Cafe Espadrille in Burlington, Mass. <laughs> have you been there? I have been there. It's a nice place. <laughs> I was say you Good pulled that room. out of your ass. So I mean. <laughs> restaurants in Massachusetts that I can name right now. That's that's the first one that came to mind.
1: I can name two bars. Oh
0: God! Last time I was in <laughs> Boston was on Super Bowl Sunday when Denver played uh, Carolina. Oh, and we we hit up we hit up a bar on the way home from the Super Bowl party we were at. And it was like not at the hotel, but near it. And there's are just all these Pat's fans, like they're just still, just they're just like the Pat's, the Pat's, the Pat's. I'm like, do you ever shut up about the Pat's? <laughs> no. Nope. Like, tonight was a carnival of shit. football, shit. featuring two teams that were not the Pat's. Our producer and it was New a New blowout game, years. like the the Panthers, like shit the bed. Yeah. But the Pat's were not in the game. They did not say at halftime, like, "Hey Panthers, you suck. We're replacing you with the Pat's."
1: Yeah, Our But produ- I had to be like, oh, yeah, the Pats, yeah, they're great. Yeah, they do it the right way. They're great. Our producer, Amanda, lived in New England for nine years. She can tell you that they don't show up about the Pats or mm-hmm. the Red Sox or the Celts um, or the Bruins, you know. And she actually went to Gillette Stadium for a game. Mm. Uh, and I believe, were you, were you pregnant with your, your your son at the time? Yeah, she was pregnant with her son at the time. And she went to the game in New England. It was a preseason game, I think it was. And uh, she's like, yeah, it was obnoxious. (laughs) But Always just with the Pats. I'm so sick of the Pats. Well, so now we know it's the Eagles, Pats, Super Bowl in Minnesota, two Sundays. Uh, February 4th is the actual date. I believe that's, what, is it 6.30 or 6.30 kickoff? Something stupid like that? Yeah, they do it like 6.18. Um, So we'll have that. Uh, I think, Matt, uh, we're going to talk here real quick because we're going to do a Super Bowl brunch show. We're going to do that live. And we'll be on video on Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook. We'll be on uh, at uh, at Bold PGH Sports on Twitter which will also be on Periscope. Uh, and we'll be on Sorgatron Media all live that you'll get to see Matt and I smiling faces. And, of course, we're going to have a beer in our hand. Yeah, I'm going to be eating, man. And we're going to be eating uh, some food. We're working on, on food and beer right now to see who's going to sponsor us. Uh, and anybody that wants to come out and hang out in the studio for the live uh, taping uh, of this... And the live show is more than welcome at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Especially if you own any gear of either of the teams. Yes, yeah, own any... If, if you can be civil as If you can be civil and respectful, wearing Eagles gear or Pat's gear, we know how y'all can get. Um, if you need to fight, you take it outside. Exactly. It is Beachview. The cops don't show up very often. They're all... What are you talking about, man? <laughs> what are you talking about? The huddle is like... It's like
0: a satellite police station.
1: Oh uh, wow! Well, like <laughs> I don't hang out at bars and beach. if I go to a bar and beach view, I go to the Alpine. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to I don't go to beach
0: view. I just I happen to know. Like I mean, the, that's a yeah. You know, that's all like that's a very machine politicky cop kind of place, right? But uh, we, but you be, know what? It's gonna be fun. It's gonna it's be Super Bowl be be Sunday and be super, super Bowl Food. Sunday. We're gonna um, Super Bowl brunch. You know, if there had been a Steeler entry in this year's Super Bowl, you'd have all kinds of people riding past us on the trolley trying to get down to south side and getting lit, you know, yeah, seven hours before the game. <laughs> uh, you're not going to have <laughs> as much of that, so if you need to take the trolley to Beachview to come watch us, yeah. you know, you'll know, you probably be able to find a
1: seat. Yeah, because you know what? Be The, the studio is in between two trolley stops. Mm-hmm. So you can get off of either one of the two trolley stops and we're right there. Uh, that's where we're going to be. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, 11 a.m. is going to be the show. Uh, Like I said, it it would be awesome if you come down to the studio and hang out and chill and watch and mingle and talk football. Uh, If you can't, you're going to watch us online, hopefully. Hopefully. There's like four avenues that you're going to be able to watch us on. Yeah. But at that point, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. We're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We're going to go back and talk about some Steeler moves And then some NCAA hoops. And uh, we're going to go from there. So speaking of Sorgatron Media Studios, here's a little uh, commercial from those folks. See what's going on over there. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. Alright, folks, we're back. That was a nice little break we had. Got you uh, some stuff there from Sorgatron Media Studios. What they have going on over there. So, Matt, uh, we've moved this section up because it's kind of relevant, but not relevant. Uh, Steelers' moves. Uh, since they're not moving on and so forth, uh, we know uh, Mike Hilton signed to a one year deal, and Todd Haley! To the pit of misery, dilly dilly. Literally. Literally, to the pit of misery. He's Mm -hmm. going to Cleveland. Um, Now, Amanda over here says, so what happens if Todd Haley goes to Cleveland, actually, like, turns that whole shit around and is actually a viable, uh, turns into a viable contender or at least beats the Steelers twice or once, for that matter? Um, I I, I think that that move might have been a Dude's been in AFC North for the last six years and knows all the teams and has worked with the Steelers, obviously. Um, so that maybe Cleveland could be viable in AFC North? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, from their I point of know. view, you can't go wrong. I mean, you know what? If they're going to keep Hugh Jackson after going 1-35 and for two years as a head coach, I mean... Shit, bringing Todd Haley and what? I mean, uh, I just want to know where his wife's going to open up her refurbished furniture store in Cleveland. Um, Because, you know, it didn't work out well in Dormont at two locations. Was that Uh, hers? Yeah! You didn't know that? No. Wait, that one on, like... On Potomac, where the sugar used to be? Yeah. Oh,
0: man. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why there was the helmet. They had cool stuff in there.
1: Yeah. They had that Notre Dame footlocker. They, the Notre Dame Foot Locker was oh, cool. Man. But, yeah, I mean, apparently she's going to see you next Tuesday, two and a half times over. Well, from... I'm sure there's a
0: Dormont of Cleveland that will, like, have her business.
1: It's called Shaker Heights. Uh, Shaker Heights, no. <laughs> I, I've heard
0: of Shaker Heights. Like, Shaker Heights is more analogous to Mount Lebanon than Dormont. I know, you're right. I, you're from right. From what I hear.
1: But they live in Mount Lebanon. The Haleys? Yeah. For now. Mount Lebanon or, or St. Clair? One of the two. Please. Man, there's bars at Mount Lebanon. You don't have to go fight at
0: the, the Tequila Cowboy. <laughs> you, know? you could go fight somebody at the saloon and maybe actually like win. Yeah, it's not.
1: true. That is true. You don't have to get a broken hip, and you don't actually. have to deal with Pittsburgh cops when you're down there. No, okay. I'd rather deal with the Pittsburgh cops than Mount Lebanon cops any day of the week. Um, trust you're me. You're not
0: a Steelers coach. Uh,
1: you're true. True. You can't deny that, Steve. I'm not a I Steelers. You. Co- I'm it not a- come up by now. I'm not a steward's coach, uh, but honestly, I'd rather deal with the city cops than the Mount Lebanon cops any day of the week, because the city cops would be like, dude, really? Just just get back on your trolley and go home, for the most part, unless I did something really, really stupid. I Mount Lebanon it. cops would be like, I know you're a Mount Lebanon restaurant, or, 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 or sorry, restaurant. I know you're a Mount Lebanon resident. I'm a um, restaurant. That's why I'm full of yeah. all the booze, obviously. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I know you're a Mount Lebanon resident. Um and you should know better so we're going to go ahead and cite you for this. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take you in and then we're like oh wait, you have a failure to appear for a court hearing from 1997. So we're going to take you to jail now. Yeah, they do <laughs> they do like look shit up in,
0: in Lebo. Yeah, it's called look up Lebo for a reason, so I
1: know, right? It's like if we pull you over, we will be running it <laughs> what do you mean? Pull you over? They run your shit before they pull they you over. They, they can do that now. They can do that. Oh, those, those totally. Meters,
0: yeah, totally. Uh, anyway, like, if you're not driving through the South Hills on Super
1: Bowl Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> come take up, the trolley, to take the beach trolley, view, beach view, and come and hang come out with us it. for our live broadcast that we're gonna be doing. Uh, also, with the Steelers, Vance McDonald, he's due three point seven million dollars April first. Um, now, it says guaranteed. Now, we all know how NFL contracts are. Yeah, so... It's guaranteed if you're on the team. If you're not on the team. If you're not on the team. So he may or may not be cut. Who else is going to be our tight end next year? Uh,
0: Jesse James. Jesse James. And Grimble. Grimble. And maybe a draft pick. And a draft pick. So
1: you I got don't those think they three should, right now. I don't think they should spend a high draft pick on a tight end. Uh, well, okay. I that, honestly don't believe they ends. should spend a high draft pick on a tight end. I mean, what? Heath Miller was not a very high draft pick. He was, what, third round? They got um, weapons on offense. Like, you know? The tight end's also, a receiver, basically. Tight end's a. Okay. The
0: way the Steelers uh, use the tight end, the well, way everyone The way the Steelers the use the
1: tight end is they're a blocker.
0: Now would would they be better off maybe if they in short yardage use like an H back or fullback? I mean, I mean here we go again with like the short yardage
1: QB sneak debate. But if they're just going to use tight ends as pass catchers, like I, well they use tight end. The Steelers use tight ends as blockers. Heath Miller would run a hundred. He'd get a hundred yards a game receiving, but you know what? He'd be on the field the whole time the offense is on, and he'd block out of every 4 blocks he had he had one target and if he caught it awesome i think Heath Miller had eight receptions was his high but he usually did have 100 bu- uh 100 100 yards there i mean you know what uh, the Steelers don't utilize the tight ends like other teams do other teams utilize the tight ends a lot especially when you have a stud tight end like uh Greg Olson down in Carolina. He was injured the majority of the season, but Greg Olson, yeah, he's old. Old for football? He's younger than me. He's like thirty seven. I know. Okay. Um These kids. Thir- he's thirty six or thirty seven. <clears throat> he's younger than me. Whatever. Gronk. Gronk's what? Thirty? Thirty one? You know, but Gronk's a receiver. That's six yeah. that that's that six six. Man. And, you know, 240 stacked and cut. I mean, come on. He, you know, how how long was the Patriots utilized a 2 to 3 tight end system? They utilized a 2 tight end system a lot and they'd also run 3, but their other tight end went to jail and now he's dead. But um you know, that was a stud then. He didn't get a Super Bowl because he screwed up in the meantime. Um you know, and then they had, uh, what was the other guy they had up there besides Hernandez? Um, Bennett? Bennett, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but well, well, Bennett's back with them. Mm-hmm. But he but was I think, injured. But he's injured. That was, he was, he was like, they
0: they tried to pull a James Harrison by picking up Bennett. But well, no, no, they him, pulled him, a LeGarrette
1: so... Blunt, where they like, let him go, sign with another team, the other, and he pissed off the other team. And the other team released him, and New England's like, yeah, we'll take you back right now. There you go. That's that's a better analogy. Exactly.
0: James Harrison's still
1: playing football right James now, Harrison's and... still playing football. He didn't piss off New England. He didn't get let go from New England, go to another team, piss the other team off to go back to New yeah. England. Bennett did that. He New England let him go because of money. He went to uh, Green Bay, pissed Green Bay off halfway through the season. Which is hard to do, man. They're real nice up there. Uh, from what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he, he, I mean, Wisconsin people are always nice. Super Have you ever nice. met people from Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, super awesome. <laughs> like, you, like, want to hang out with them, like, drink beers and eat sausage and cheese. Like, it's, my, yeah. One of
0: my friends, he, he came to Pittsburgh in, like, fifth or sixth grade um, from Wisconsin, but he had also lived in the Bay Area. Wow. So he was kind of, like, very well acquainted with Niners fans and Packers fans. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up becoming a Steelers fan. Well, that's good. And he always used to say, like, Steelers fans... Before he totally, like, bought into Steelers fandom, he'd be like, you people are kind of, like, biased in favor of your team. You seem like you don't always view the world, like, from, like, a stable perspective because of your Steelers fandom. What? But I'll tell you what. what? You're what? way more reasonable than Packers fans. <laughs> like, he literally told me that, you know, as, as like, a seventh grader. It was like, you know, it just seems to me that the Packers fans were somewhat crazier... And like more unreasonable, more unreasonable about their team. Um, they have cheese on their head. I know, yeah, yeah, they have cheese on <laughs> their head. you got a little guy named Brett Favre who's like running around, like throwing the ball backwards over the top of his head. I mean, <laughs> you
1: know what though? Brett Favre's fucking awesome. Probably my favorite, like, you know, uh, you know Brett, Favre's Brett Favre's a guy's guy. Brett Favre's, you know what? If I ran to Brett Favre in a bar right now, I can sit and have a beer and a shot of whiskey with him and bullshit. And we'd be cool. I I would have to I I would be secretly like inspecting
0: his like facial grooming though.
1: Oh yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Because like he's a good
0: quarterback and he's probably a guy's guy, but he's also a TV pitch man, and like I don't I don't just like hey he's retired. You know, like I'm a skeptical inquirer when it comes to like grooming products that they sell on late night. You know what
1: I mean? I mean he's he's also a retired NFL quarterback and very well known. And if you want to give me twenty five thousand dollars to say hey this razor works awesome. Also, sure i bought a copper fit back brace at cvs
0: because my back hurt and it was 15 dollars cheaper than the next most expensive back brace and i don't believe in like the magic properties of copper i mean
1: i mean aside from the fact that you can sell it for scrap like there's really i don't know you know what copper makes one hell of a still
0: oh sure a still <laughs> sure that, that yeah that's
1: fine that's fine. But, like, I'm, I'm not talking about a still. I'm talking about
0: a back brace with, like, copper in it that Brett Favre is like, oh, it's the greatest. Like You know what? You know what? Like, I wasn't dunking, but I could at least, like, sit in my office chair and, like, stand up if I needed to without, like, rolling on the floor and, like, begging for You it. know, I, I looked so at those, a good like, product. copper
1: fit knee braces and those copper fit, like elbow braces. I was wondering about this and I know that CVS does sell the as seen on TV products. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, maybe I should probably pick one up and see mm-hmm. what happens. I mean, what's the, I, I've spent $15 on stupider shit.
0: It's like if you hurt your back like bending over to clean your baseboards, you can go to CVS and get a cheap back brace with copper in it. Wait, you and have a, a baseboard buddy to clean your baseboards. Right, but you have a girlfriend. Why are you cleaning your baseboards? Cuz I got a lot of baseboards, man. Oh.
1: And because it's 2018, Dude, <laughs> sorry. <You know. laughs> who who hurt me exactly? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That was chauvinistic saying that women should clean baseboards. And because I'm like anal as fuck, man. Like. I, I, and yeah. We have three cats. I mean, do you want me to go on? Like, there's reasons. Trust me. See, the only reason I really, really would like to see like my girlfriend clean the baseboards is just so she's like bent over on her hands and knees and her ass is up in the air. Oh man, that's why I want to. That's why I want to see that. But that's just me. What you're supposed to say is that,
0: like, men should get into more cleaning because you can listen to podcasts while you clean. <laughs> that is true. And if there weren't podcasts, I don't think I'd lift a finger. But, but <laughs> I got I got more podcasts than I got, like, rooms in my house. So, you know, I just, uh, hear, I just need to hear people talking, and then I can do anything.
1: Yeah, Steve's being chauvinistic. Sorry about that, folks. Um, and I hope I don't lose any female listeners. Because uh, we love you all.
0: Women who have ears, Steve. Yes, Thank you. yes. Um, They're not here to service you with their listening skills, okay? They are not. They're consumers of sports content. Exactly. Their dollar <laughs> spend's just the same, but they only make like 75% of yours.
1: So. <laughs> you know. And we just lost the last one. But anyway. And half the men. <laughs> so, um, the Steelers really aren't doing much they talking about much right now. Um. And who's coming back? And who's doing? We know Ben's coming back. That's all well and good. Yeah, Ben. Ben goes from I might retire to three more years. Yeah, right. Who knows about that shit? <sighs> um, you know what? We'll see what happens whenever training camp starts. I think he uh, should release a rap. No, but no. I no. think he should do it. think he should write a rap. Well, speaking about writing raps, how do you feel about Le'Veon Bell? Should we just pay him the fucking seventeen million a year? Or franchise him? Uh, okay, he, he said, if you franchise me, I, I, I'll I sit out and retire. Fine. Okay, so here's the deal. You franchise him, then try to work a deal out with him in the two-month span that you have between franchising and then the the deal having to be done. Uh, and then take the chance that he sits out. If he sits out, you don't have to pay him. If he retires, obviously you don't have to pay him. And he only retires if he signs his retirement papers. And we all know how that goes. Is he gonna do? Work for Amazon? Away. I mean, I mean, shit. He, just, uh, who, who was it that was, uh, not signed up or whatnot that went? Jason and, Worlds? No, no, no. He retired. No. no, Jason Worlds. He he didn't retire. He left the game and went and did Jehovah's Witness stuff. That's retiring. Uh, yeah, kind of. Um I used to take care of Jason Woods all the time. I talked to him. Uh, his family is awesome and whatnot. Uh, no, no, and, I just gave him as an example. Of yeah, yeah. Retired. No, no, no somebody, Before anyone expected. Uh, yeah, some some somebody went ahead and retired and went and, and got a job selling cars or whatnot, and got a call like the next day from a team that said, "Hey, we want to bring you on," and that was what it was. Um, but obviously, the Steelers have his rights, so if they franchise tag him and he sits out, that's on him. You know, I, I mean, and the Steelers want to pay him if he sits out. Um, honestly, I think the Steelers just go ahead and come to a deal. Like he wants this much, the Steelers want to pay him this much. Just meet in the middle and be like, hey, we're gonna give you sixteen million, and that's our final offer for four years. Boom. Uh, I mean, last year they tried to work a deal with him that would have paid him forty million dollars, three years with thirty guaranteed in the first two. I mean. I think it was thirty gu- guaranteed overall and forty million in three years. I'm thinking they got to, based
0: on the lifespan of a running back in the NFL that they've yeah. already got to be thinking about his replacement. Uh, so I think four yep. years seems a little long. You know that's why I say franchise him. Two
1: it, 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 two uh two things to thought there. You franchise him, he sits out. A you don't have to pay him. B you got a running back, but you got Connor, you got Knicks, you got Redman. All right, all right. Um, if you sign him and give him, call it $16 million, you know, over four years, you know, and guarantee him uh, 40 of it, I mean, you know, he's locked up. And on a running back, he's, what, 27 years old? So... I guess Toby's thirty one. Thirty one. You know, and that's about where the running backs about their wheels fall off. Unless they're Marshall Falk. And yes. And we spent a little bit more time on that than we should have, but that's okay. Um, we know how we do here. We got this is our last chance to like have any meaningful Steelers content for a while. It is.
0: So it is. We miss you. We love you. We miss you, we, we love think you. think you're a bunch of screw ups. You're like you've been surpassed by the Patriots in every way except for the actual number of Super Bowls, and the only thing that can prevent that now is the Eagles. So thanks a lot.
1: Well, they won't be surpassed. They could be tied. Mm.
0: David Lawrence is turning in his grave right now that we're rooting for the Eagles. But here God, we go. Jesus it. Christ. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Uh, man, it, it's sad. I'm sorry. You know what? Let's let's
0: just. Forget about Where's my it. Terrible town Enjoy to cry the Super into. Bowl. Eat a eat a Kibasa sub,
1: you know. And apparently, with extra extra sauerkraut. And apparently, our our lovely producer had to tell us that like after the Super Bowl, they're doing the new This Is Us is coming out, mm-hmm. and they're gonna talk about like Jack's death or or get closer to Jack's death. So. I just can't imagine why they thought that was a
0: good idea. Uh, yeah, exactly. They must have known the Steelers weren't going to be in the Super Bowl. Or in the
1: event back. they were in the Super Bowl, and the potential for them losing, how many fucking fires and shit do Can you imagine? In this town? First
0: of all, the Steelers win, okay? And there's like Chopper 11 is over Carson Street. And nobody like, watched, and like, well, nobody Peggy, watched this Is up. I don't know why, but nobody's out celebrating this time in the middle of Carson Street. I can't imagine what's going on. And They're then like, and like, Peggy City doesn't Saloon. say anything back because she's sitting in like the green room watching Fashion "This Is, is us, us" with, with, with everyone else in
1: Carson City Saloon and what uh, and Mario's and everywhere else. Yeah, it's like I, I can't I, be happy, honey. I need to get ready to go be sad. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I've
0: never watched the show. Um, it's a pretty good show. Like I said, that I've, awesome. I'm already fully committed to one Pittsburgh-related drama that makes me really sad all the time, and it's it's called the Steelers. Yeah, um, there's that. You know, I'm involved in that. <laughs> or there's the pens too. It's oh, a, it's an alternate universe where Mandy Moore is not a fan, but but Sofia Vergara is somehow. No. So you know, like we're still we're still like we've got all the celebrity cred we need, and it's real life, and it cuts and it bleeds, and it's like, you know, <laughs> TVs get smashed, man. Uh, dude, Do you know anybody who smashed their TV about This Is Us? No. I know people smash their TV
1: about the Steelers, though.
0: Should I watch This Is Us with, like, a a camera recording my reactions? And then we can, like, put it up on Instagram, like, the second it's over.
1: And be like, this guy got so sad. You've never seen a man cry as much as this. And then have Matt sitting there going like this, drinking a beer. So I'm supposed to cry over that? No,
0: I'm literally, like, (laughs) sobbing. Like, I'm surrounded by, like, a garbage bag full of, like, soaking wet, terrible towels. Oh, From my tears. There it is. My salty, salty tears. Uh,
1: Well, yes. NCAA hoops? NCAA hoops it is. That's enough about that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, apparently, Matt, we're missing the um, studs in the city. Um, Duquesne hoops. Uh, they play t- uh, tomorrow well we're recording a show on Tuesday so th- by the time you hear this this game will already be over. so they're playing Wednesday at seven um, and then they don't have another game till next week. Uh, they're five and two to conference 14 and six overall. they are the studs in the city and did you even get a ticket price? did you yeah um, just on the Duquesne website. Tickets range from like fifteen to twenty five. All right, so for twenty five bucks, I know we spent twenty five bucks on worse shit. Yeah. Um, you know, dude, honestly, we need to just go to a Duke's game.
0: I'm, um, I'm about it, man. Like, dude, we'll go I just to Duke's find game a,
1: a time that I'm not working. Uh, I, I I'm typically off Wednesdays. Um, I could actually go tomorrow night if I wanted to. I'm working. It, uh, right? You're working. Yeah. Uh, and you're you're working the game I'm gonna be uh, on your mm-hmm. business end of it. Um, we just need to get to, like Duke's game and see what it's all about because apparently they're they're just killing shit in their conference right in the A10. Um, I haven't been to a Duke's game since like last time I went to a Duke's game. Mossy
0: Murphy was still doing his thing.
1: did you Wait, know him? He was. The, did uh, you just
0: go back to like 1989? Yeah, it had to have been like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cuz this dude, I mean he was still he was still like doing his like appearances on Channel 4 Whew. and then going to Duke's games and like running out on the court like with the cheerleaders during timeouts. Nice. And like not not getting arrested because, you know, He's friends with the Kennedys. So. Well, I <laughs> mean, that to... happens. You get to do things sometimes. I mean, I mean you do know that
1: they, 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 did, they did film the uh, Fish to Save Pittsburgh mm-hmm. at the Palumbo Center. So. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. What? Is
0: that bad? How have you never seen that movie? There's so many movies that I haven't seen. Uh... It's really hard to keep up, you know? It took me like Wait. five years to see Boondock Saints after it came out. And but
1: he's like, oh my God, you're so Irish. How have you not seen Boondock Saints? Like... Wait, have you never seen um, the Rocky Blyer movie either? No. I forget the actual name of the never movie. Never saw the I wanna Rocky movie. I would say it was like, I, I wanna say it was like um, Breaking Through or something like that. I, don't, nope. I, I can't remember the actual name of the Rocky I saw Blyer Striking movie. Distance. Well. I saw Sudden Death. Well, because they were also on TNT about once a week. Mm. So, uh, Striking Distance is awesome. And Sudden Death was alright. What? kidding me what? it's like
0: Paul Staggerwald's best movie
1: well it's I think Paul Staggerwald's only movie oh well, I'm still right <laughs> uh, we move on to the guys up the street from Duquesne up to the University of Pittsburgh their hoops team uh, they're playing NC State at home this week they got the Q's at home this week the problem is is Pitt is 0 and 7 in the conference They're 8 and 12 overall Um If you watched either one of the two games that they played against Duke, they lost by 35 the first game, and they lost by 36 the second game. The first game was in Pitt uh, at the Peterson. The second game was at Cameron Arena um, down in um, Duke, down on Tobacco Road. Now, the only good thing about those two games... Pitt covered uh, oh, man. so the first the the, the first line was um, 34 and the second line was 38 so Pitt didn't lose by the cover so that that was the bonus to those two games uh, I when they're playing NC State I don't know what uh, NC states NC state they they are not ranked but they are in um, they're NC State. I mean, they play. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. They're an ACC team. They beat and bang and everything else. Um, you know, <sighs> it's hard to talk about pit hoops right now. I hope Stallings can get this team turned around. It's a bad uh, situation. It is.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it to be on my plate. You know what to do with the coaching situation there right now. Like it just. I think it's been real negative since the beginning with Stallings, and I don't think it's been even close to fair. Um, True. You know, I. it's it's like people just want, you know, there are a lot of people who, it it, it wasn't that long ago, okay, and they remember, like, the glory years under Jamie Dixon. Which wasn't that, that wasn't that long yeah. ago. It wasn't that long ago. You know, and people want it to be like that again, and it's not. But it's not Stalling's fault. Like it's he's not. He he's inherited a he inherited a bad program. the 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 more he does to, you know, so not win a lot of games, which is what's happening with the the team as it's presently constituted. Like it's just gonna get more negative for him. You know, it's like it's almost like they just need to just you know let him go, and it's not even his fault, really.
1: No, he has a five year deal. I mean, and he's in his second year. Uh, you gotta give the guy at least four years to see what he can do. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. When it comes to college sports, you have a four to five year window. If you can't do anything in four to five years, you're out and they get a the next guy in. It's there. a tough league, uh, and it doesn't matter if it's you know football, basketball. I don't know too much about the hockey deal on college hockey, but football, basketball, you know the prime sports in college. You got a four to you got a four to six year window. If you don't produce in four to six years, you're out. That's all there is to it as a coach, uh, and that's what happens. And speaking of being out in a few years, uh, and actually I think he signed his way out of town with Jamie Dixon. He's at TCU now, which is actually his alma mater. Um, they put up a big win against West Virginia. I watched that, yeah. Which West Virginia at the time, uh, I think, was ranked number three. Uh, West Virginia has since fallen to number seven. Uh, they are 5-3 and three in the Big 12 Conference. They're 16-4 and four overall. With that big loss to C- TCU... Uh, hurt them. I know they lost to. Uh, did they lose to OK State where there was like court they, storming? That was at Texas Tech. I Texas think. Tech. And uh, then they had, I think, Kansas. Kansas. Uh, yeah, they. Lost, and yeah, them. Kansas beat them at Morgantown. That was That was over the weekend during the uh, mm. uh, football. Uh, I tell you what, man. On. Like I watched
0: that Oklahoma Kansas game tonight. So
1: here, here's a question, Matt. Would you be willing to drive seventy miles south on Saturday? To go watch Kentucky play at WVU. Kentucky's at WVU on Saturday. On Saturday,
0: Kentucky's at WVU. I would. Coach Cal. If I didn't have to work. Right. I Nothing mean, to do with Coach Cal like this is a. This is a down year for Kentucky. Like, I mean, just to just to be able to be in the building, and to, you know to see a Kentucky Wildcats game. Yeah. And like the the West Virginia right now, like they're. They're having a good season. They've had a few good seasons put together. And it seems like they get a pretty good atmosphere, pretty good crowd down there at the Coliseum.
1: They do, you know? especially when they're doing better. I mean, Morgantown's a great town to go partying and drinking and hang out. I mean, it's a college town, um, but when you go down for a game, the atmosphere, of college college uh, sports atmosphere, also depends on how that team is doing. We know when the pit when Pitt was doing awesome. Uh, with Jamie Dixon, Duan Blair, and all that in the, in the mid 2000s, and even after the mid 2000s, and they were still going to the tournament and still rolling the Big East and everything else like that. Um, you couldn't get a ticket uh, for a pit basketball game without paying a premium. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what it is now down in WVU with them being number seven, top ten. Um it, I, honestly, if I wasn't working Saturday, I'd consider driving to seventy miles south down to Morgantown and going, and just see a Kentucky game. I mean, yeah. see how that game goes. I've been wondering, like I've wondered about a football game down there too. Like I'd, I'd go. Uh, when um, Pit, when Pit plays again, I'll go. Well, when Pitt plays
0: there, but like, with with the Big Twelve. Oh yeah. Because I you get, okay not, State, I do not tech, care tech. about. Any Big Twelve teams, yeah. So when West Virginia joined that league, they automatically became my favorite Big Twelve team in football and basketball.
1: Okay, and like when a ranked. So opponent, you're picking teams on conference, not on love or hate. You're picking them. Who you like in that conference? Yeah,
0: if it's yeah. gonna be on TV, sure. You know, it's like uh, they're a local team, so they they get thrown on. There. I, I when I, they I, play I, games against you know a ranked opponent. And and especially especially that, I still have that. I still that issue with,
1: with with rooting for West Virginia. I will watch a game, but I won't root for him, uh, just because of the whole pit factor. Um, even though they haven't played each other in a couple of years, and they'll start playing each other here again soon. Uh, football, they've already started in basketball. Yeah, but um, and then you got our other uh, our our other college uh, that's doing good is Robert Morris. They are actually number one in their conference. They're twelve and nine overall, six and two in the conference. Uh, they play at home here uh, Friday and Saturday. I think they're uh, where are they playing their home games at? Because I've seen Robert Morris play at Duquesne. I've seen Robert Morris play at uh, PBG Paints. I've seen yeah. Robert Morris play on the island. Uh, did they? I don't know if they actually have a home. They home, are. You know. They are um, getting
0: a new facility. Okay. Um, that makes It's sense. under construction now. Ah, uh, the Sewell Center, where they played their home games for years and years, including, you know, when when they would host tournament games because in their conference the yeah high they, have, seed they hosts, hosted tournaments. So the Sewell Center was always the you know the venue for Robert Morris basketball. Um, but yeah, like the Sewell Center has gone, so they're they're getting a new facility. But in in the meantime, like yeah, they're playing games at the at the Island Sports Center. They're playing, they're at, playing Palumbo. at Palumbo. They're playing at the arena. Yeah, I actually I. would yeah, I did a little lift driving one day when I was picking some kids up from a Robert. I had no idea there was anything going on at the arena. Nice at PPG, and these kids were like, "Oh yeah, we're from Robert Morris."
1: Well, so the teams right now for NCAA hoops in the city of Pittsburgh to go see is Duquesne and Robert Morris. Find out where Robert Morris is playing. I'm sure those tickets are again between fifteen and twenty five dollars. Duquesne, Matt already looked up. They're between fifteen and twenty five dollars. Uh, you know what? It's just a nice night out. Go grab a couple buds. Go grab a couple beers. Go to the game. Go grab a couple beers, and then take your ass home. Yeah, take a lift. Take a lift. Yeah, take a lift. Don't do Uber. Um, Uber <laughs> doesn't like women. I don't they, know. They're they're taking over our city. Yeah, with their
0: no, nah, whatever. This is not a this so, is not an Uber podcast. So real quick, so gonna... uh, Matt Matt
1: <laughs> got to watch uh, another game. NCA hoops. He's watched the Oklahoma game.
0: Oklahoma Kansas. Uh, We're recording on Tuesday. Um, really good game. Trey Young was the reason i tuned in because he's you know supposed to be a wooden award finalist you know best player in college basketball um apparently grew up watching steph curry um so i wanted to see what he was all about he seemed like a lot better distributor more not as much of like a shot maker made some big threes but spent a lot of his time just out on the perimeter like actually like hanging back to play defense Um, that's good I, I'm part of it because it's Kansas, and you know yeah. they, they're going to break it on you if they can. But um, I I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was a well, good we're in, in that season day.
1: right now that Steelers are done. Uh, Super Bowl's going to be over, so it's going to be hockey and college basketball until uh March when preseason baseball starts. Baseball. So, and speaking of hockey, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. You can find out more stuff going on at our media studios. On this break and we'll be back to talk penguins do you like professional wrestling Once your discussions no holds barred check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com dot com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle uh, our our big final topic here is you know what and they've moved down to the bottom of our show because they're now the most important um and you'd think yeah you know, we work in and reverse. The uh, most important is what we talked about last, mm-hmm. which is the pens, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, Murray's back uh, after the loss of his father, and we, uh, um, you know, it's sorry to hear about that. Um, we hear bold sports understand losing of family members and friends and so forth. Um, our condolences to you, Matt Murray, and your family uh, on that aspect uh take the time you need and he did take some time yeah. he needed he took some time. Uh I don't know if back. you saw the game tonight. Did you, did you I it? saw the highlights in my phone and I saw a few um plays on screen while I was at the bar picking up drinks to take to my tables. Uh I know Matt Murray did not start. No, he
0: didn't play but during during pregame and you know, during like you know key segues in the broadcast during the game like you know they, they did have some some video of matt murray talking about you know the team and you know the coaches and the fans and everybody being you know real supportive and that's what's really important you know hockey it doesn't matter at the end of the day
1: yeah hockey doesn't matter at the end of the day i mean you lose a family member whether it's your you know your grandmother brother sister parents and it he's really, it, it, he's really just matter. a
0: kid. I mean, like I'm, oh yeah, I mean, Matt Murray's still not what, 20, at point, twenty-three. Yeah, he's young. You know, I'm, I'm thirty-seven. Like, I'm, I'm not quite at the point where I view every athlete as a kid. Yeah, I'm almost like four, I still, yeah. I'm still peers to some of them. But oh, it's yeah. getting to the point where I'm going to be the old guy and saying like this kid, that kid, the other kid. Yeah, I'm almost, and Matt Murray's uh, I'm definitely 40,
1: a kid. I'm almost forty. I saw both my parents alive. You saw both your parents yeah. alive. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what that. Feels like, and hopefully we don't know anytime soon. Never. Um, yeah, you never want that. Yeah, never want that. Uh, but to be twenty three years old and to lose a parent mm. is hard. And um, like I said, we don't know what that feels like. But uh, our condolences to Matt Murray, him and his family. The way I um, see it, he's worked his ass off for two years. Yeah, you he's, know what? He's, he's earned. He's he, earned as much time as know, he needs. And you know, the, the, the
0: system it, that the Penguins uh, use you what, know they they've got credible backups you know what would he what would he take
1: 10 days maybe that's that's I what think, I that's what I would take i mean you're, you know? i mean i mean you for your company gives you what i don't even know 10 like i said i don't even, even know because yeah. like
0: i've never had to ask right yeah because i've never been I, there i, I, I so, think your
1: your average american company gives 10 days bereavement and that could be like for your sister's cousin's aunt i mean yeah you know for a parent shit whatever you need take it um so matt murray was not in net tonight uh when they played the carolina hurricanes which they did win they 3 did to 1 win. casey DeSmith. uh casey smith was yeah. in net uh Sullivan's i did not watch, hot uh, I, I did not watch a lot of the game uh I, I was at work matt you were actually i heard it i listened to it uh, I, did, I did not see any the game i didn't so. see
0: any any visuals um what I what I know is that the Penguins did in fact win. Um, got more production from the Wilkesbury players, which is great. Anytime so that's that the Penguins the third and fourth line, the yeah, um, basic fourth line on offense, and then okay, so, uh, the so we last week. Fourth line on defense. We talked last week about getting Gensel off the third line. Right. They did that tonight. Okay. J S D, not his initials. His last name is actually D. John Sebastian D. Okay. Okay, it was a Wilkes-Barre call-up. Um, he, he played center on the third line. He scored a goal. Um, his first NHL goal. Nice. Um, I'm sure they kept the puck the, and it uh, up for him. Yeah, that, that's going on the mantle, as they said. And the, um, the tying goal, because Carolina went up first, won nothing. And then um, Dominic Simone. Scored the tying goal. So nice. what, not his first goal, but close to it. Also a recent call-up from Wilkes-Barre. So there are two important things here. First of all, they're getting production from the bottom six. They're getting production from the minor leagues, which has always been a strength of the Penguins, the system that they, oh. they started in Wilkes-Barre, and it's just a pipeline. And that's what brought us Gansol and Shiri and those guys helped us win a cup. So, well, that's what you know, if we're going to get back into the Murray playoff too. mix, we're going to need to rely on people coming up from Wilkes-Barre. Um, Murray is now an established NHL goalie. But Casey DeSmith this time was the Wilkes-Barre goalie. Correct. And he's, you know, he, he did well. Like I said, I, I didn't see it, so I, I, I can't really comment on his... Positioning and everything like that. Yeah, I didn't see. He stopped a lot of shots. Of he didn't stop one. I mean, what more can you ask for? Carolina's no joke. So how did Gensel fare?
1: Was he back on Crosby's line on the top line? Yeah, he's back. He's back
0: up with Crosby. Okay. Um, they they still. I mean, they got the production from the lower lines. Nothing. Not 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 anything that like Crosby and them were doing wrong. Malkin was ripping some shots in the first period, being real aggressive, real opportunistic. From what I hear, um, so yeah, it was it was a good game, and they got one more game before the All Star break on Thursday, which you know you'll actually get to have some eyeballs on. State. Yeah,
1: actually on Thursday they're playing uh, Minnesota, uh, and I will be at the game on Thursday. I actually get to sit in the Captain Morgan Club. Nice. So I'll be sitting the Captain Morgan Club. Uh, we're gonna be in Roquet So Ro-K. Okay, and uh so man and I were at the Roque as in I'm okay, Amanda, like I don't need to you know, get peeled off the floor. Exactly. Uh, totally. I'm okay. <laughs> Good. Um no Roquet, uh uh well man and I were at the arena for uh Crystal, uh mm. which was Cirque du Soleil, we got to go see. Fancy. Uh it was awesome. Ooh, it, la was, la. it was kinda fancy. It was awesome. Well, one of the better Cirque shows I've seen, by the way. Um uh, I, I spied where Roque was, and in section uh, 110 is mm-hmm. where I'll be. Roque is the fourth um, gold row of seats up from the ice. Nice. So, yeah, I was like, all right, I see where those seats are going to be. Um, I hope they're out seats. You think anyone ever does the opposite and like goes to like
0: the Pens game? And then like see barges gonna... barges into someone else's row so they
1: can see where their circ tickets are located. Well, I mean, I didn't barge into the row. I just like looked across and looked I around. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. I mean, I I totally thought about barging in and like, excuse me, um, these are my circ tickets. Yeah, yeah uh, yeah. uh oh, I'm a patron of the yeah. arts. You need to move over. There we go. Um, uh, you know, but, but okay. What's funny though is I I used to be a season ticket holder for the Pens, and it just got. Uh, and I split him with a buddy of mine and he got to, they were in his name and I split him with him and he got to like, dude, I got to get, get rid of him. Um, it's, it's getting a little costly and I got things I need to do around the house and this, that, and the other thing. He's like, see what you can do to take him over, which I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I want to take him over. I want to keep him. So, um, I had another friend of mine and his wife, and another friend of mine and his wife lined up, and I talked to my buddy, I'm like, look, I got two other couples, uh, you know, you would still want it with 10 of them, he's like, alright, 10 I can deal with, so we kept them for that other season, and that was the 2016 season, where the Pens went on, one the cup, and then it got to the playoff package, and we're all like... And If you know anything about season tickets for the Penguins, the playoff package is just as much, if not more, than the full season regular game package. So it got a little tight. Uh, You know, we made some money back. We all went to some games. We made some money back. And then the 2017 season comes up. He's like, look, he goes, goes, you got to take him over completely or something. So I tried to get, like, the two other couples that were with me the year before and another couple and... It just came down to, it's like, it, you know, it, it didn't work. So, unfortunately, I do not have season tickets anymore. Um, and I didn't have them in my name, but I had them. Yeah, that's S- cool. Split them with a buddy. I mean, I went to, uh, you and I went to a game or two together. Yeah. Um, Shiloh and I went to several games together. That's why I'm going to... The game on Thursday with Shiloh, uh, another buddy of ours, he called me up and said, Dude, you've taken me to so many games. Um, I got free club tickets. You wanna go? I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm in. He's like, I figured yeah, I owed you. I'm like, Thanks. Shiloh, man. Good you guy. Know, he's a great dude. Great great pens fan. He's not from much Texas. Of a Steelers fan. No, he's a Cowboys fan, but he loves the Pens. We'll give him that. Uh At least it's not the Patriots. Yeah, thank God it's not the Patriots. We have enough of those in mm. our in our little circle. That we deal with, and hopefully we'll come to the live recording. Yeah, come. wear your gear? Yeah, yeah. Miss Lynn, Tanya, get your ass up to uh, Sobertron Media and Beach It's like three blocks from your house. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, but no, so the Pens, uh, did you watch any of the uh, West Coast games that they were out there on the road? They played back-to-back uh, on Thursday, Friday, off... Oh, wait, no. Wednesday, Thursday, off Friday, they played Saturday.
0: Yeah, I missed that all because my only night off was Friday. So the, the one night I had off, I was at a bar watching tennis. Because well, because no it's on. the Australian Open. It's the Australian Open, but if there had been a Penns game on... The Penns you know, game would have won. It's like, it's like the TVs were still tuned to uh, AT&T Sports from the night before. Right. And they were showing like reruns of tennis from like... Ten years ago? Yeah, not ten years ago, but like not... Not even it was like the you know how they have like the tour of like the forty somethings it's like the senior tour of tennis, you know. So it was like, oh, dude, like John you know, McEnroe. it's like Andy Roddick and John McEnroe and like, you know, like those are the
1: matches to watch because guys Pete like we, like when we grew up watching tennis and I, you know I never really watched tennis. But I knew Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, McEnroe. Like, that was the That uh, was the well, that was the end of
0: like American dominance of men's tennis. Like since since Agassi and Courier and Sampras retired, it's you know, like the best American man since then has been Andy Roddick. Um Well, what
1: about what's his name? Um Does the Razor commercials. Who, Agassi? No. Um Shit, I can't remember his name right now. Oh, come to me, Federer. Federer, yeah, Roger American. Federer. He's yeah. not American. He's
0: not American. Oh shit. Oh no, no, he's Swiss. Oh, and he's amazing, and like just to just what makes me feel kind of old, you know? Like Federer is now like, and they say he's in the twilight of his career. He still wins majors. Um, what is he? Thirty seven. Yeah, he's exactly the same age as me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like his first, his first Wimbledon title was the summer that I was in London. Um, nice. So I, you know, I I I was aware of Roger Federer at the time, like obviously had no idea that he'd go on to be you know, what he is now. But um but yeah, like there's been a lot of tennis on late at night and just so happened that on a night that I actually was off, um there was no Penn's game for me. Well, the shit,
1: playoffs. we got on talking about tennis, but we're still. Well, you about asked pens. me about hockey, and I, just, I, know. I haven't
0: seen any hockey okay. except for tonight. Right. Oh, okay. So I don't. I can't talk about what happened right. at west. Well, I can tell you out west. I did watch two of the three games. I do know about the Dustin Brown thing. Oh, and I know about that because that, that man. Was a, that, that was, was a, a dirty hit. That was a gif-able event. That was a so dirty hit. I, I might have had to work, but I sure had time uh, for Twitter. That, that was a dirty hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I you felt know, the same way.
1: Hey, You got a five in a major. You got 5 in major game misconducts, so the Pens have the power play, and the Pens have the number one power play. And I tweeted about this from Pold Sports was so you have the number one penalty kill with LA, and the number one power play with the Penguins. Let's see what happens here. Pens scored one goal in five minutes with a five-on with a five-on-four. So you know what? You look at the average on a five-on-four, and you can score as many as you want. Because it was a major penalty. Uh, you know what? You scored one goal. That's a win. You should have scored two. Yeah. Um, when you have a five-minute major, you should have scored two. Um, but L.A. has the number one penalty kill. Um, and one of their major penalty killers was off the ice. So that was uh, it, it. was a shady, dirty hit. Um here nor there. Uh the pens did He was on his knees. Yeah, he was on his knees sliding the towards
0: the boards on his knees. If you had just left your hands off him, yep. he would have crashed into the boards without any help. Yeah, and then you got And you got and... to go and cross check him in the back of his neck so you yeah. can go like head first into the boards. I mean, I'm That a little,
1: was a I'm a little disoriented just thinking about it. I know. Uh they did win the game against uh was it the sharks or the ducks? In the tank, yeah, And the shark tank. Yeah, they did. They did beat the sharks. They lost against the ducks. That's how it was. So the ducks actually broke the Pens' winning streak. The Pens won a five-game win streak. They lost to the Ducks on the West Coast. They beat the Kings, and then they beat the Sharks. So they are um, seven out of eight. Um, Good, we need to see a, a a good string together here. They're working on it. um I mean, of they're... getting a, a a ten twelve game win streak and in hockey that's hard. Ten to twelve game win streak is real hard. That's real hard, especially in hockey. Um, you know they hell in baseball that's hard mm-hmm. yeah, it is it is football is hard. Alabama can't even do that <laughs> and still win a national championship <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean that's how that is. So, the depends. I mean, the power play, amazing. And even both sides of the power play, where you have your top power play with Malkin, Crosby, Kessel, and Letang, um, and Hornquist on the top power play. Then your second power play is Gensel, um, Reed. Uh, who else is on the second power play? We don't see the second power play a lot. Yeah. So it's hard to say. I know Gensel and Reed. Um, who else is on the? Who else is on that? Shiri. Uh, yeah, Sh- Shiri and here and there. Mata. Mata's on the point. Yeah. So okay, we don't see the second power play a lot, and honestly, folks, Matt and I have been working a lot, uh, and also it's football. Penn's got to um, play more games so on, like, we're, Friday we're, night, we're Sunday now, afternoon. We're, yeah, we're now on, like, now we're on, like, full Penn's watch. Because the Steelers are over. um, So over. Mm. Tell you, do you know what other watch I'm on right now? Do you know what goes on this Catching weekend? Catching up on shows. Do you know what goes on this weekend? What starts Thursday? When this show comes out Thursday, Friday, What do you know what starts this weekend? You're looking at me like uh, no. I'm thinking real hard. I, thinking, I should know. I should know. I'm like the niche sport guy, man. Like you gotta. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Uh, this weekend starts the California swing of the PGA Tour. Oh God. Um, and they start in Torrey Pines and Tiger's back. Tiger's back. Tiger's back. Tiger. Played, Isn't that one of his home courses? Uh it's it's not his home course. He does well there, right? He does. He he's won two U.S. Opens there. He's won. I think 12 tournaments at Torrey Pines. Okay. Um, so this is one of the Tiger's, yeah, call it his home course. Is that on TV? Is that on TV? Oh, yeah, TV? yeah. Oh, it's Golf Network Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be Golf Network early and NBC Saturday and oh, Sunday awesome. night. Oh, Now i got something to do in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Nice. Totally. Uh, so PGA Tour, they did their Hawaii swing. They did, they yeah, played, I saw that. They did their Hawaii swing this month in January. And so the last weekend in January, now they start the California swing. They do California um, last week of January, all of February, and then I think the last week of February, they start down in Florida. Um, So PGA Tour is back in full swing. Tiger, of course, is back. Uh, His swing is looking sweeter than ever. Um, In the one tournament I watched him in, the first tournament of the season that he played in, um he was in the top leaderboard, he finished in the top 10 of the tournament. Um and he was looking good. He had a little meltdown on day 3, but nothing that didn't take him out of the top 10. Uh, so uh, I'm a golf nerd, you know, so I like to play a lot of golf. I, I mean, you and I've played golf I've, together. I I've, I've played golf, yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, I mean, your clubs are Still wood, still wood. Yeah, and you know what? Matt has wood drivers and shit, but still hits at two twenty five. You know when he I, catches it right. <laughs> I went and I bought some like
0: used metal drivers and like you know fairway woods and whatever from the uh, Mount Lebanon Trading Post on Potomac Avenue in Dormont.
1: Nice.
0: And um, I still haven't hit them. Really, like, I just want to play my woods. I mean the the old rangers like the, the like, you know retirees who well, who like run run the the starting box at South at, Park. Not a, yeah yeah, South Park or Lebo or whatever, like
1: well, they make fun of my clubs. Well, we, we record here in my living room, and you know up until the first snowfall, my golf clubs were still sitting next to the couch. Yeah, and then after the first snowfall, I finally took them down into the basement, uh, and so forth.
0: I didn't play last year. My, my summer kind of got dominated by... You played once. No, I didn't play any. No? No. I. only played once. My whole summer consisted of buying a house
1: and oh, yeah.
0: And, like, getting the lawn in order. And I was finally able to, like, chip some balls up my hillside. But that's, there that's the only swing I did. Yeah, I... Uh, I, uh, I love... By the way, like, having a yard where there's, like, a hillside where I can practice, like, uphill and downhill and side hill lies... Although the side hill, you gotta you gotta kind of like fake it because you don't want to hit it into the neighbor's yard too or much. Or
1: skull the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, my backyard! I, I chip in my backyard all the time, and I have woods across straight from the house. So I've told there there's probably a good two or three dozen golf uh, junk golf balls. Um, well, I mean junk golf balls. I find them on a the course and they're old or tattered or whatnot, and I Dude. I hit them into the woods. And then I have a back hill in my house where. I found that I can actually hit golf balls over top of my house across the street into the woods. So. You should roll them in peanut butter and then birdseed, and oh. then hit them over your house. Yeah, <laughs> and then they, then they could be like turkey food. There, that is. But no, the uh, yeah, Pens still looking good. I will be at the game on Thursday night against the Minnesota Wild. Um, I hope to get some good pictures because I'll be in club level. So yeah. We'll get some good pics. Throw them out there on our Twitter feed. Um, maybe go live a minute. We'll see what happens. Can I um, at least get a selfie of you and Shiloh in handcuffs? <laughs> this is not the Winter Classic. <laughs> Shiloh, we will not repeat the Winter How Classic. How do you take a think... selfie in handcuffs? That's. We'll have a cop. like cop. Like, actually, you know what? I should find a cop buddy that's working the game and be like, "Can you handcuff us together? Handcuff us." Like put us against a police car and like take pictures and then send it to like my girlfriend and whatnot. But they'd probably get in trouble for that. Maybe you know who wouldn't get
0: in trouble for that? A hot cop. <laughs> totally. Just saying. All right, folks. probably be the easiest job they do all weekend. <laughs> like you only gotta take your pants off, just take a picture of me in cuffs, <laughs> send it to my girlfriend. <laughs> hang out for like five minutes while my phone blows up and then like answer it and say like, Hey Amanda, this is all big joke.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They were perfect gentlemen. You know what? Lead balloons have flown further. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Uh, we will um, go ahead and um, next week we'll talk to you folks here again on the podcast. Uh, And that podcast will come out before we do our live show at Sorgatron Media Studios uh we're working on some like food and beer sponsors so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with that but we hope everybody comes out and hangs out and sees a live show and you actually get to like see matt and i like in person and we're uh, as ugly in person as we sound on, on the uh, air here so eh, debatable <laughs> i'm ugly as <at> sin so i <laughs> have the voice for radio yeah face for radio and a um, voice for print there it is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> alright folks have a good week uh, anything you need to know about Pittsburgh sports look us up and get back to us and tell us what you want to hear us bullshit about yeah alright have a good week Inns. hey Yens thanks for listening to Bold Sports you can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher iTunes or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook, or BoldPGH.com.